You're tuned in to Nerd Overload, your weekly show for video games, movies, TV shows, comics, tech news, and more. Now your hosts, Cody Pinnock, Samantha Cross, Sam Dunham, and Josh Harrison. Hey everybody, welcome to Nerd Overload, the pop and geek culture show that's putting on its first annual post-Hanukkah pre-Christmas extravaganza that happens to be a lot like just a regular show of Nerd Overload. (laughs) I'm Cody. I'm Sam. And I'm the ghost of Podcast Pass. Oh, we have a great show for you this week. Thank you all for tuning in. We have a bunch of news to go over, but first let's talk about some things we have been checking out. Check it out! I'm a warrior. I'm a gonna win. I just picked a random one. You know what? He is like evil Santa Claus. It's true. Yeah. So there you go. Except he'll come into your house and take all your coins. Well, like I said, evil Santa yeah. Claus. He takes things instead of leaves, leaves things. <laughs> there's, a me- there's a method to my madness, you guys. It's all good. <laughs> all right. So let's talk about some things we've been checking out. I'll, I, can, uh, I can start here. I have been watching a, uh, a new movie. In theory, a new movie, <laughs> a, a new movie in the fact that it was released in October of this year called New York Ninja. It's a bad movie. <laughs> I'm assuming not in any way related to Beverly Hills Ninja. It is not. It, no, I mean. Mm, or Sergeant Kabuki. There is more Sergeant Kabuki man than you would think oh. in this movie. This this movie, okay, so this movie has a really interesting history behind it. It's actually more interesting than the movie itself. I mean, the movie itself is like low budget garbage. But the interesting thing is it was uh originally filmed in 1984 and it, it was never completed. Like the uh director filmed about 8 hours or so of um of stuff. his film, of stuff. And it was ran out of, I think he ran out of money and knew it just wasn't going to go anywhere. So he was just like, I'm just done. And uh, years and years and years later, um, the uh, VHS archivist and um, sales company Vinegar Syndrome, who put out a lot of really high quality Blu-rays of um, like really bad movies. <laughs> I think we've talked about them a couple times. A couple times. Yeah. Tammy and the T-Rex they put out and... Um, Oh, um, champagne and bullets, <laughs> or that's uh, that's what's it's what's it called? The one with um, uh, the guy that sings the shimmy slide. Yeah, yeah. Um, but anyway, they bought the uh, catalog to some random VHS company or something, so they can start putting out some of their stuff. And along with it came these film canisters <laughs> of like sixteen millimeter stuff, and they decided, you know what, this might be the next. Um, Miami connection. And so, oh, wow, that movie is so rotten. Oh, it's yeah. <laughs> so, so what they did, and the thing is with these, um, canisters, there was no script included with it and there's no audio at all with it. It was just, it was just video, no audio. So they, they brought in a second director and they painstakingly recut all these eight hours of garbage b-roll into (laughs) some semblance of a film and then brought in b-list actors like cynthia rothrock and linnea quigley and uh don the dragon wilson in to do voiceover for the actors in the movie a lot of times uh lip sync like lip reading 
what the actors are saying on screen. <laughs> Did they ad lib the whole thing or was it? Uh, well, it ad libbed in areas to try to piece the thing together, but they used what the uh, actors were saying on screen whenever possible. Okay. So um, it was close. It's, I would say maybe it's about 80%, 70 to 80% of the original film based solely off of what they were able to glean from lip lip reading. It's not like that, that Woody Allen movie. No, it's nothing like that. It's not like a what's up tiger Lily. Yeah. Oh uh, no, man, that yeah. movie. Oof. Yeah, but uh, it, what it what ha- what it turns it into is this fascinating look at like like filmmaking and just kind of a weird kind of there's a weird disconnect between the dialogue and the in the filming, but it matches more times than it doesn't, and it's really interesting to see how they were able to fit things together to try to come up with a co- coherent story. There was a lot that wasn't filmed. It's very clear that there was a lot that is missing. <laughs> um, and they were able to contact the special effects guy who worked on the original shoot. And the only thing that he was able to provide were, were um, uh, daily scripts, um, basically notes. Yeah. Script notes for the day, basically saying, okay, these are the characters that are in this scene. This is where we're filming. That was it. <laughs> and uh, one interesting thing, Apparently, one of the characters, scrapped characters that never got filmed, was someone named Detective Dolomite. So the the nice. running theory is they were uh, trying, they were in talks at one point to get uh, Rudy Ray Moore oh, to show up in this film. Uh, he didn't, unfortunately. But the movie itself is, um, I mean, it's a pretty stock standard '80s uh, action revenge kind of movie. It's this guy. <laughs> The the acting is very stilted, even without even if it had the original audio track. Um, within two seconds of the film, it's this uh, it's shot of uh, two people walking across a street, and uh, this guy stops this woman in uh, in the middle of a crosswalk in busy New York and go, "Oh hi, we are married." And she goes, <laughs> "Hi, I'm pregnant." Basically, <laughs> and back in your mind, you're going, "Okay, no, she's dead." <laughs> Because this is an action movie from the 80s and this is what happens. So, of course, within, you know, five minutes of the start of the movie, he is now trying to revenge his, uh, you know, his wife and unborn child. But it's not strictly like a um, Charles Bronson style, like action revenge. No, the guy goes on to become like weird superhero ninja for... (laughs) For the Bronx. Kind of like a Puma Man situation. Kind of like a Puma yeah. Man or kind of like a Toxic Avenger kind of thing. <laughs> uh, people start wearing I like I heart New York with the word like T-shirts with the word ninja like comes clumsily <laughs> scrawled underneath the heart New York part of the shirt. Uh, <laughs> How long till Vinegar Syndrome has those for sale in their store? Oh, the oh, yeah. probably they already do. <laughs> if they're smart, they already do. Um, there was a whole side plot about, um, and this is kind of part of the story that's not quite as fun. Uh, the main villain is a uh, human trafficker, mm. and that's kind of a weird... Yeah, ooh, that's not fun. It's not the most fun, but he also is known as the Plutonium Man, whose body is constantly in the process of melting, and he needs <laughs> to expose himself to Plutonium to stop himself, to rejuvenate himself. He's like a weird reverse, like that guy from RoboCop. Oh, 
<laughs> when he drives into that canister and comes out like it comes like yeah yeah no there's a couple shots where he's like that and then he like opens up his briefcase and there's like a, lot, a green glow a green glow and he like shakes it goes oh <laughs> and then he turns into a normal guy and he wears dr octopus goggles for some reason he's slowly street trashing a little bit yeah <laughs> a little bit um but no it's 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 a terrible movie, and I recommend everyone watch it because it's great. <laughs> it's it's the good kind of bad. I don't know if I would put it up there with Miami Connection or with like a Samurai Cop, but it's close. It's close to that. Oh man! So speaking of bad movies, uh, yeah. I forgot about this. Like a couple weeks ago, me and Nicole actually sat down and watched Velocipaster. Oh no! Why <laughs> yeah. would you do? Why would you subject yourself <laughs> yeah. to this? because uh, who po- hurt you, Josh? <laughs> well, it popped up on our on this thing, and we're like, you know what? This sounds terrible. So, oh, it was right after we watched Lamageddon. It oh, was okay. like recommended for that. I was like, oh, okay, yeah, that tracks. Yeah, yeah. no, that makes sense. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, is that movie like just bad? Now, are they like winking at the camera? Wink, wink. We know this is a bad movie kind of situation. I, I feel like they have to. Okay, because that. Because there's makes one, it less fun. Because there's one part, like in the beginning of the movie, when the the priest Doug, his um, parents get killed in a in a car bombing or something, mm-hmm. and instead of showing like an actual car on fire, there's just a blank spot, and it says across the screen, "Flaming Car VSX." Oh, <laughs> see, that's that's the thing about bad movies. They're only f- the best ones are the ones that are sincere. That they don't that they don't wink and wink at the camera saying, "Oh, this is we're doing a bad, like we're the, doing the bad like thing." The stuff, like, well, no, the stuff's no, pretty the good. Stuff's I'm talking to more like the um, uh, Sharknado. Oh yeah, I mean, I, I like the first Sharknado. It was it's fine. The first one's fine. Like but, all the ones after that, though, are like yeah. Oh yeah, they were milking a dead shark by that point. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's and that's how it is with uh, New York Ninja. The um, he's credited as the redirector. <laughs> um, he did some interviews about with it. And he said that, Oh no, um, I know that this is going to be laughed at, but we're going into this as serious as possible to try to create, you know, the, uh, the action movie that they were initially set out to do, because that is how you get actual comedy out of this. I'm sorry, but like with names like New York Ninja, all it makes me think of is like Hercules in New York. Oh Yeah. With Schwarzenegger and his bad voiceover. <laughs> yeah, like Schwarzenegger, like back when they couldn't say his name. So mm-hmm. he was just called Arnold Strong. Arnold Strong. Arnold yes. Strong. <laughs> yeah. 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 And this was after he won the Mr. Universe. Mm-hmm. Like it says, like it says Arnold Strong. And then little tiny print underneath it says Mr. Universe <laughs> as Hercules yep. on the screen. And that movie is straight bad. <laughs> oh, it's it's terrible. And it's very weird seeing young Arnold. And his voice comes out sounding exactly like this. <laughs> they should. Like they, he talks more in that movie than he does in the first Conan the Barbarian. Yeah. <laughs> they should fight. Um, or there should be a movie where uh, Jason, the Muppets, and the New York Ninja all fight for Manhattan. Oh, that would be great. And Snake Plissken has to escape. Yes. <laughs> and there's no, a dancing coaster. Uh, that's pretty much it. I mean, I guess the only other thing, uh, there was a guy and I showed, I shared this with you guys. Uh, there was a guy online who used AI upscaling to, uh, take a snippet of the star Wars holiday special 
and uh, up-res it to uh, 60 frames per second 4K, and <laughs> it it looks good. Yeah, looks good. It looks too good, which makes it look horrifying. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. Yeah, you could see every... Every bit of Mark Hamill's mannequin face, his post, <laughs> his post motorcycle accident oh. mannequin face, and like you can see every hair on Lumpy in in exquisite detail. Oh, mm, mm. you could see the regret in B. Arthur's face. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I wish they would do the entire thing. He, the guy's already said that he's not going to because the rendering time on it would just be awful it it would be on yeah you wouldn't be able to do it i I really wish they would just they would just go you know what bite the bullet and just release it yeah yeah i mean one i think it would go gangbusters because it's one of those like you know urban legend kind of things like you know everyone knows about it but then that ruins the mystique a little bit maybe but also it does have the first actual appearance of boba fett ever it can't do any more damage to the franchise then Rise of Skywalker is already done. Yeah. <laughs> See, people drag that movie. I, mean, I understand it's not perfect. I understand it's not, you know, the best movie ever. I still got some enjoyment out of it. Like, I still enjoy the new trilogy. Have you have you tried to watch it again since the first time you saw it? No, I have not. It's bad. <laughs> it's a bad movie. You're a bad movie. <laughs> <laughs> they fake out that they're that they killed Chewbacca in it. And then, like ten minutes later, go. Oh, no, he's okay. He's in a coma, but he's okay. Yeah. Just with he's with Duke. <laughs> with with somebody with somebody <laughs> mouthing Chewbacca is dead. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but they redub it. <laughs> he's okay. He's okay. Oh man. Oh, oh, GI oh, Joe the, the movie. movie. Yep, and not like you know, this is like right on the coattails of like Transformers the movie. Mm-hmm. Where all your favorite characters did die. Yeah, in the first two minutes. <laughs> you gotta sell those new toys. You gotta get rid of your old toys to, to set up the new toys. I love that the, the executives are so evil that they didn't even stop to think about that for like two seconds. No. Like, is this gonna traumatize a bunch of kids? Who cares? Who cares? New toys. Everyone's gonna love Rodimus Prime. <laughs> oh, man. But seriously, like Megatron just jumps up on that spaceship and does, you know, Blam blams like the supporting <laughs> cast of the first like two seasons. Yep, pretty much. <laughs> you get to watch, you know, the light leave Ironhide's eyes right there on screen. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> and then we get G.I. Joe the movie with uh, the introduction of Sergeant Slaughter and his yeah. roughnecks. I was once a man. Once a man. Oh, yeah. Oh, 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 yeah. When Cobra Commander gets turned into a literal snake, yeah. they go to Cobra Law. Yeah. <sighs> They also introduced the uh, uh, God. What was his name? Uh, well, Burgess Meredith was the voice of the super evil leader of Cobra Law. You know that, right? Uh, no. And yeah, they, they basically retcon like any established origin of Cobra at that point. Too. Oh, sure. Yeah. <laughs> huh. Serpentor. That was his name. Serpentor. Yeah. Yep. The with the DNA of all the world or of the history's greatest conquerors. <laughs> yep. Yep. Oh man. That movie is bad. It's not great. I hate I, that movie. Yeah, I tried rewatching it here recently and Really? Yeah, it does not hold up super well. Yeah, I watched it and I remember very little of it. And it wasn't that long ago I watched it and I remember very little of it. Yeah. So speaking of uh super soldiers, Cody. 
Oh, yeah, yeah, I've been playing the new Halo, like, a lot. I actually really, really like it, which I didn't think I would. Nice. I've I've never been a, a Halo man, a Halo stan, as it were. <laughs> no, I believe the term is a John. A John. <laughs> 117. Um, but I'm actually really enjoying it. It starts out like a regular linear first-person shooter for, like, a couple levels, and then all of a sudden... It opens way up, and it's an open world like shooty game. Oh wow! Okay, and it, it turns out that's really fun <laughs> when you, when you add like the Halo's already established like good mechanics on top of an open world works pretty well. It turns out, hmm. yeah, because it's just like a solid, it's a sh- solid shooter. Yeah, on top, yeah, and everything else is just kind of icing on that solid foundation. That space ring cake. Yep. Um, I don't know, like, the overarching plot line, so, like, I'm only getting the most broad strokes of the plot, but it's still okay. Like, I'm still invested enough that I'm finding it enjoyable. Well, that's okay if you don't know the uh, the, the the finer details. You can always go back to that old Polygon video yeah. with uh, Brian David Gilbert, who, wa- who read every Halo novel. <laughs> I read the first original three. Yeah? Yeah. He said they were pretty good. Fall Reach was a really good book. That was a really good book, and that's why I got super excited when the when the Reach video game came out, and I was like, yeah! <laughs> and then it had a bunch of characters that weren't in the book. <laughs> <laughs> Which was um, fine, because Reach was, Reach was a good game. It was the last Bungie Halo, and it was a fantastic game. All the little stuff that the grunts say and do are actually really funny. Yeah, that's what uh, I was reading an article about. It was like, somebody's like, hey, don't kill the grunts. They have a lot to say. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they always kind of had, like, since the beginning, they always had little things, but it was mostly just, like, just goofy little things. Like, you'd kill a couple of them, and then they get scared and start running around. Like, these, they have, like, legitimately funny lines. Like, I had one running at me with two live grenades in each hand, and he's, he starts yelling, I didn't mean to turn these on! <laughs> <laughs> I, and I saw a clip on Twitter of what after somebody died, one of the grunts ran up and dabbed over his corpse. Jeez. <laughs> oh, <laughs> so it's got, it's got fun little comic relief guys in there. Which oh yeah, good. I mean they've been there from the beginning. They were always like doing kind of stuff like that. And then like um, even if they're running away, if somebody ended up getting a managed to uh, get a pop shot on you, they'd all of a sudden become brave again and start coming back at you. <laughs> Like it keeps it from being like too self serious and and you oh know, I'm, I'm oh I'm I'm John Halo and I'm here to stop the Halos, which I mean that's still pretty much who he is. But yeah, <laughs> is is John Halo basically just watered down Doom guy? Yeah. Okay. I mean, all the way down, like even his he's, design. Yeah. He, he, uh, he's Doom guy with a conscience. Yeah. <laughs> well, Doom guy doesn't have to have a conscience because it's demons. <laughs> I mean, he's kind of a. He's kind of a tool to humans, too. I mean, he's not nice to him. He's not he nice. Doesn't, he doesn't kill humans indiscriminately. Just <laughs> demons. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Doom Marine. But, like, even even Halo Man's design, like, green spacesuit, like, did it have to be green? <laughs> well, yeah, because olive green is a military color. I guess. But Doom Guy's green, too. Yeah, he's a Marine. Space Marine, though. There's not a lot of green in space. Yeah, what's he ca- camouflaging himself as? Yeah. In space. On Mars. An Orion slave girl? I don't yeah. know. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> That's a Star Trek reference. 
Uh, all the all the weapons in it are really fun too. They're, I mean, there's one that shoots big spikes out of it. Needler. No. Oh, uh, different one. I think it's just called the Spiker or something. Like oh that. yeah, I remember the Spiker. It's yeah. almost kind of like a rocket launcher, but the rocket is a spike. Mm. That's a Covenant weapon. And, yeah, and there's uh, the Sentinel gun that just shoots a just shoots a big straight line beam out of it, and that's fun to use. <laughs> like it literally, it'll disintegrate a guy. Nice, nice. <laughs> Uh, I haven't touched the multiplayer, and I probably won't. That doesn't appeal to me at all. I've I've heard it's really kind of hit or miss currently. The um, um, I've heard a little bit about their uh, they're doing like a battle pass kind of situation. Of course, in this modern day of shooters, that's what you do. Yeah, yeah, but... and the multiplayer is free to play. So I mean, they got to make their money somewhere. They, yeah, they they they, they war zoned it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it was. What did I hear about it? It's something like you have certain goals you have to hit daily. And if you do that for like 30 days, you'll get like special suit colors or parts or something like that. And it's getting to the point where um, you'll drop into random matches and no one is actually playing to playing the game. They're just <laughs> randomly running around trying to get their unlocks unlocks and oh, stuff like that. That's a shame. Yeah, it does suck. There's there's pickups on the map that you can find to unlock cosmetics, but the cosmetics only work in multiplayer. Yeah, oh, that's and weird. It's like, I'm not going to play multiplayer, so I guess I'm not going to get these. Um, but there is like upgrade points you can find on the map, and that's cool. It kind of gives it a little bit of an RPG element to your shoot man. Oh, that's kind of neat. And you get new abilities throughout the story, kind of kind of Metroidvania-esque. Oh, like not a, bad. Like not a bad. tracker you can throw down that'll reveal cloaking guys, or you get a little booster so you can do a little quick boost of speed. Which is very Doom guy, but they they all they pulled a lot from uh, New Doom and Doom Eternal. I think gotcha. was a big inspiration for them. Which why not? Hey, that's, that's real good. That game's real good. <laughs> I'm still excited about that grappling hook. It's cool. It's very fun. I just like jumping and grabbing the ground and and pulling myself forward and getting momentum off of that. Like, just that is fun. But yes, I my name is Cody, and I enjoy a Halo. <laughs> aside Hi, from, Cody. Yeah, aside from uh, Halo 2 multiplayer back at Mr. Ego's. Oh, yeah. That, oh, that man, was, I played so much of it. Yeah, Same here. That was my, my most uh, Halo experience I, I'd had was that. Yep, yep. And I briefly owned Halo 2 for the Xbox, but... Ended up selling it for something, I think. <laughs> oh, you're coming at me with that plasma sword? My shotgun says otherwise. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was a rock, paper, scissors. Shotgun beats plasma sword. <laughs> Every time. Like, thinking back, like, I worked at GameStop when Halo 2 came out. I worked, like, midnight release. Midnight of, release. Yeah, on the yeah. front lines. Oh, man. And it was. It oh, was. People, yeah, I bet people were nuts. Oh, yeah. I, I remember a, a dude went to the wrong door at the mall. We told everybody, go to the back door, like straight down from the GameStop. That's the door that's going to be unlocked for you to come get this game. Some dude tried to come in by the door by the theater. It was locked. He got mad, kicked the door, and broke his foot. What an idiot. Wow. Yeah. Like it was. Gotta get your. Gotta get your. Uh, I gotta have my Halo so bad. I got to get my collector's edition with the tiny helmet to put on my cat. That was Halo 3, Probably. I think. Probably. I, I don't think there was like a super awesome, cool 
thing for that. I think it might have been like maybe a cloth poster or something. <laughs> Speaking <laughs> of wall cool, scroll, yeah, cool collectors editions. I got my my Monkey Island anthology collection from Limited Run mm-hmm. that was like absorbently expensive and it took them a year and a month in total to make it <laughs> okay but it was worth the wait it's so good that statue does look really good it's yeah. a very good guybrush statue there's a very good candle holder that looks like murray the talking skull um there's a very nice and very thick like coffee table book oh nice with it nice is it like an art book no it's got like interviews with the devs oh. and all kinds of background info in it so the so, stuff that you care about. Yeah. Nice. Some nice. really good prints. Like, oh, I'm so glad I got it. That's cool. Well, excellent. Excellent. All right. Well, hey, listen, we are actually uh, uh, at break. So let's go ahead and stop for a couple of ads. And then, then we'll be back with some news. Hello, I'm Ben Vaughn, the host of The Many Moods of Ben Vaughn. Heard every Saturday night at 8 p.m. here on WZMO 104.7 FM. We span many decades, many styles, and many moods on my show. So tune in to The Many Moods of Ben Vaughn every Saturday night at 8 p.m. See you then. Hello, I'm Greg Dunham, the host of Long Play here on WZMO. I just wanted to take a minute to assure our many fans and listeners that my staff and I take our job seriously here at WZMO. We will always strive to bring only the highest quality audio entertainment to you and yours. Ah, who am I kidding? We just grab whatever album's on top of the stack. Join us every Friday at 11 p.m. and Saturday at 3 p.m. for Long Play. Tune in to see what we've come up with this week. Catch us every weekend right here on WZMO. Hey everybody, we're back from the ad break and uh, now we're going to talk about some news. That's right, we're going to talk about the Game Awards. The Game Awards, that's right. The show that uses the phrase world premiere so many times it loses all meaning. And also, there's some awards in there somewhere. In theory. In th- yes, in theory. It, I think I think someone added up. It was like 60% uh, ads this year for like new products. It felt more like more than that. Honestly, I'm yeah. surprised the numbers that low. Yeah, I think they counted the uh, the pre-show as well, where they actually announced a bunch of winners for uh, s- stuff. Yeah, they did most of the awards before, before the show the started. Shows, yeah, yeah. It's a big. Jeff Keeley trash fire. It's fake. It's yeah. Jeff. Yeah. It's uh, an excuse to hang out with celebrities and show a bunch of trailers for video games. Yeah. But hey, Sting was there. <laughs> he sure was. Hey, gamers, y'all like Sting? <laughs> the The whole thing just feels really gross and like it, it does. It feels like an extended E3 showcase. That's what I thought. But honestly, worse. Yeah. Somehow grosser. Yeah, I mean, yeah. It, there's there's no pretense at E3. It's com- get excited for commercials. There's no like this is a, Con- actually a very serious award show. <laughs> Consume product, move on to next product. Yeah, this one they're trying to pretend like it's the the Oscars or the Emmys, and it's it's not. It's just a bu- it's a bunch of ads. Yeah, it would be like if the Oscars played uh, new movie trailers every two minutes and actually gave out three awards and also. 
they were questionable choices. Yeah. Do we want to talk about the awards first? Uh, briefly. I mean, yeah. there's not a whole lot to actually talk about with uh, it. It takes two one best big time game of the year, I guess. And that's fine. Yeah. It, I mean, nobody else is going to give this the game of the year award. No. It's a perfectly okay game. Yeah, it's. I've played the game. It's a lot of fun, and it has a lot of interesting mechanics that I haven't seen anywhere else. But yeah, I don't know if it's it's not the best game I've played this year. No, I mean FF fourteen got uh, best ongoing game, which which sure yeah, that's the one everybody it's, everybody likes. It's the one everyone likes. Yep, because you know the other big MMO kind of pooped the bed. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to think. What are some? What are even some of the other awards? Um, I'm glad uh, the the uh, mocap and voice of uh, Lady Dimitrescu from uh, Resident Evil Res- Seven. Yeah, um, I'm glad she won. Yeah, she seemed probably the most genuine of any of the awards, like honorees. Yeah, she legitimately was like, "Thank you. This has opened up a brand new avenue in my life." And she did had an amazing performance in that game. She like- did. And also, she tall. Yeah. <laughs> she tall in real life. I mean, good. Yeah. I'm glad you know, <laughs> they got a tall actress to play a tall character. There's a joke about casting in there that... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they didn't just short wash. They, they, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they gave way too many awards to Deathloop, which is a good game, but is pretty run of the mill when you get down to it. Yeah. Um, it beat out Psychonauts for best art direction. And that's not right. No, Psychonauts is one of the most beautifully designed from an art design perspective game that I've probably ever played ever. <laughs> Cody's also a little biased. I mean, I, I like Tim Schafer's games and, and him and his studio a lot, but mm-hmm. like legitimately it is a gorgeous game. It's a good looking game. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> With like actual like artistry and like like legitimate drawing going on in there like <laughs> yeah hey let's go ahead and start talking about some of these trailers because we we have a few now we're we are omitting a few of them um we can't talk about every single one of them because there's a million and some of them are frankly pretty boring and and it's been a week and, it's been and a week. i've forgotten some of these yeah same here I, I basically erased the ones i couldn't remember what they were no that's so. fair and there's <laughs> some that we might just go hey this is a thing that exists moving on <laughs> so uh let's start with uh star wars eclipse which looked great all the way up to the end of the trailer when they revealed it's made by Quantic Dream, <laughs> the people that brought us uh, Detroit Become Human and Heavy Rain. And the Omicron. Omicron. Variant. <laughs> you may as well have. Yeah. Uh, no, um, they had a game called Omicron, the Nomad Soul, and that's the joke is that. Also, it's a bad game. Yeah. Oh, they're all bad games. I mean. I like Detroit. I really like Detroit. Their Their games are slowly getting better, I think. I think there are more instances of interesting things in them and they look better, but the stories are still the dirt worst. I think Omicron could have been a good game if they didn't try to make it the... All things that have yes, for everything. The, the Omni game. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, Detroit had some had some moments, but I, I would argue that the best way to play Detroit 
is to kill off Kara's character as soon as possible <laughs> because her story has the the worst twist in it that ruins the game. Oh, it ruins her. It, it ruins the whole narrative of the of it. Really does. Yeah. All you really want is Connor, Con- Connor and, and Marcus. Clancy Brown. They're yeah. the good. Connor part. and Clancy Bar- Brown are great, and the Marcus story, depending on which path you take, <laughs> can be very compelling as well. Yeah, and I mean, but the Kara stuff is just also the worst part of the game. And the theme through all of the Quantic Dream games, David Cage can't write women. Yeah, he has yeah. a very skewed and, view of women. And yeah. he has a, a very specific type. Yes, I'm. I'm very curious how in Star Wars Eclipse they're going to be able to fit in a Twalik with short hair. <laughs> short hair head tails. Yeah, a, a Twalik <laughs> with short. Uh, head tails and underwear because that <laughs> appears in all of his games. Yeah, including um uh the one with uh, Elliot Page. Um, oh yeah, there's some there's some weird two souls beyond, beyond two souls. souls. There's some weird stuff in that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we'll actually get to see how showers work in Star Wars. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> it's a sonic shower like in Star Trek. That's it. Yeah. Um, but no, they, um, you know, what? it will be the best game that Quantic Dream will have done. I'm just curious to see how, how good of a job Marvel Disney Lucasfilm is going gonna to rain them in is yeah. going, is going to like smoosh down on the, on the cage. And the rumor is it's, uh, it's more actiony than traditional Quantic Dream production. God, it's so. going to have to be. Yeah. It's, it's going to have to be. It's Star Wars. There's yeah. got to be laser be. shoots and sword fights. Or yeah. It's- but beyond that, that trailer was artistically good. very good. Oh yeah, I was super good. stoked like until I saw the it logo at the end dream. and then it was just like if there was a graph of my excitement it just shot right oh, down. Oh, just <laughs> straight into the toilet. <laughs> yeah. Also, in the same award show that the host came out and said like harassment in the game industry is bad and developers need treated better. Uh, and then the first reveal is a Quantic Dream game, Where... a studio well known for treating its workers very poorly. Well, here's the thing: it's not. It wasn't just this instance. Every time they, uh, there were a couple instances during the show that they showed like clips of like in inclusiveness or things like that. Well, like the one with the uh, the the highlighting like drag performer, Twitch performers, or what have you, trying to show inclusiveness and everything. And uh, what was the one right after that? It was Ubisoft, I think. Yeah. Uh, so it was like they they very meticulously went, okay, here's a very good thing followed by the gut punch. Yeah. Here's a very good thing followed by the body blow. And all the, and the ads about inclusive good stuff were also brought to you by Facebook. Yes. Which is questionable. And also, yeah, right. it's got its wait, own Wait, wait, you mean meta? <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah, excuse yeah, me, meta. Yeah. Okay, yeah, we've already spent too much time on Star Wars. We can't talk about Quantic Dream without getting on a huge. We can't. It's a very slippery it's impossible. slope. Yeah. Let's talk uh, Blue Hedgehogs. Okay, yeah, there was a trailer for the movie. I was super excited. Yeah, that Sonic Two. That trailer. <laughs> good. That trailer was amazing. Yeah, they, I'm. I'm all in. They showed Knuckles and Tails. They're both there. They both sound good. Idris mm-hmm. Elba sounds good as Knuckles. It's. It looks good. They got the actual voice actress to voice tales. Yeah. Um, uh, Jim Carrey. He's going full into the whole Robotnik thing. Oh, he's he's full mask. Oh, yeah. He's full masking it up. In With this. that big mustache and stuff. It's fantastic. They should have made him wear a big round suit. 
So it's well, just maybe, like maybe by the third one, maybe he will get plump or <laughs> also something. Also, the fact that some of his robots coming actually look like some of the robots in the games now. Yeah. So hey, how how about that uh, pre-recorded message that Jim Carrey sent to the the thing where he kept talking in a Scottish accent and screaming into the camera? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. That was a weird one. Yeah. Uh, the presenter Ben Schwartz voice of Sonic the Hedgehog didn't seem to know what to think of it either. Yeah, no. He did have a good bit about uh, having the the trailer on a CD. Yeah. He kept pulling the same CD yeah. out of his pocket. As, it's, as a, it's Sonic as a good, CD. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he was probably one of the best presenters. I, mean, I but think he, he was. But he's yeah. got that huge uh, improv background, so yeah. he's gonna be. Right, yeah. <laughs> On other uh, trailers for Sonic, they show they showed the Sonic Frontiers video game trailer. Can I can I make my prediction that this game is going to be very bad? Yes, it's going to be very bad. It looks not. It look well. It looks like Breath of the Hedgehog. Yeah, <laughs> like Breath of the Wild with Sonic. It shows them running around a big, wide, empty outdoor area that looks more like real life than it does anywhere Sonic would ever go. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's definitely speeding around at the speed of sound with no one to hear him scream. Yeah, but there's no like weird geometric like hills. There's or, no like, loops. Funky trees. Yeah, no, no loops. I mean, I did see like a weird tower that looked like it could be like a Sonic like running up thing because it like it slopes up a certain way and there's like a big hole in the middle. I I question Sonic Team's ability to handle coding a humongous open world. When yeah. they, they can't really seem to get their heads around a, a linear track. Yeah, no, that's <laughs> it's gonna be yeah, it's gonna be a rough one. I And this is coming from somebody who quite actually enjoyed Sonic Forces for what it was. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I d I don't think this is gonna be any good. No, I don't either. I I'll be glad to be surprised by it, but I have very little confidence in it. <laughs> yeah. Wonder Woman game? Uh, it's, it's about time. Yeah, it's about time Wonder Woman got a game because she's never had one, which is bizarre. Yep. You'd think she would at least got an Atari game back in the the early late 70s, early 80s. Yeah, you'd think, but no. Uh, but they also didn't show any of the gameplay. They just kind of had Wonder Woman on a black screen. Yeah. Yeah. So that was kind of a shame. No, uh, a lot of, a lot of this a lot of this was um What's the term? Bull shots? Is yeah. that is that the term where they where it's like uh, not actual gameplay? Uh, fake trailers, that sort of thing. I think that's the term. Um, mm, yeah, full shots. Yeah, it's being made by Monolith, and they generally do a good job at games. So. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, Space Marine Two. So I'm the only one in the room that cares about this, but uh, hey, I've played 40k before. Have you? Yeah. Oh okay. Yeah. So Space Marine I, I was Two. Terrible at it, but I, <laughs> I played it once. Uh, twice is twice. a sequel to the third person shooter action. Just carnage fest that was the first space marine game and they actually showed some gameplay footage too and it looks pretty much the same which is great because that game had all the formulas right for what you want for a uh, a gothic graphic future just just murder fest yeah <laughs> didn't they also have a trailer for uh, vermintide 2 or something like that i think Oh no, Vermintide 2's been out. Oh, you mean for the oh the update? Yeah. For Vermintide? Yeah, they released the new uh the new uh class for the Salt Spire character. Okay. Uh he's a he's a straight up uh Sigmar priest from Warhammer Classic. Boy, those are a bunch of words that you just said. <laughs> okay. Salt Spire is his actual name. Okay. In the standard game, he's a he's a witch hunter. He's okay. a range character who 
also has a pistol and a sword. Okay. The Sigmar Priest is a melee character with a big hammer. Gotcha. Okay, sounds good. Cool. They finally showed some of that Suicide Squad Kill the Justice League game, game that Rocksteady's been working on. It looks boring. It just seems like a, they made some questionable choices. Like, like giving every character a gun? Yeah. Why does why would Boomerang Man have a gun? He throws boomerangs. Why would King Shark have gun? Yeah. He doesn't need weapon. Yeah. He is, he is weapon. a weapon. He is weapon. Yeah. yeah I don't know. It's it might be it might be okay. Yeah, I mean Rocksteady does all they, they did do all good work. The, they did all the good Batman games. Yeah. So I, mean, I feel I'll like try the, it. I feel like this is this was their excuse to do a a horde shooter. Yeah. Yeah. That's basically what what they wanted to do. They wanted to do a you know Left for Dead, Back for Blood, Zombie, <laughs> Back for Butt, Back for Butt. <laughs> <laughs> I mean it's that's their excuse. They wanted a, a hero based horde shooter and they're like well who do we got we can use lots of guns let's do the suicide squad and you know what let's give king shark a mini gun yeah. why not what whatever uh alan it wake should, it should shoot his teeth yep <laughs> he should just <laughs> yeah they, they regrow rocket him right out of his mouth yeah yep. uh alan wake 2 which i hear is a good thing this is very good the original alan wake is a very good game also this is a sequel long removed from its original yeah it's been a long time since Alan Wake came out. Yeah, it, it's a it's about an, a horror author dealing with monsters in the Northwest United States. Um, <laughs> what if Stephen King had to fight shadows? Shadows. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's what it is. Yeah. And this is going back to that, but now they're saying it's a true survival horror game, whereas before it was a pure action game because the survival horror genre didn't is big right really, now, and it wasn't. I mean, it existed, but it wasn't quite as big as it was back then. Or it, it's it is, having yeah, a it's resurgence. Now. Yeah, that's what I'm. Yeah, that's what I meant. Um, Rumbleverse. Oh yeah, uh, the Epic Games WrestleMan Fortnite. Fortnite. <laughs> so it's a it's a. Um, oh, I just forgot the name. It's of like that. a Smash clone, kind of. Sorta. Little. Kinda. With, with with elements of uh, battle royale. Yeah. But instead of using guns, you grapple with your uh, your opponents and you can like body slam them off buildings and stuff. Yeah. What if Fortnite was punch instead of shoot? It I looks kind of, interesting. I'm kind of okay with it. It looks sure. interesting. I, 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 I want to try it. I it's think, different enough. Yeah. I think wrestling is an interesting twist on the format and not something you see a lot of. Yep. Um, I agree. And in one of the in one of the backgrounds or one of the shots, there was a, a grocery store called uh, Swole Foods. Yeah. And I was like, yeah. It just made me chuckle. That's a good stupid joke. pun. That's a very good joke. And a fun art style too. Oh yeah, yeah. It kind of reminded me of a little bit like, um, oh, I think it was called Realm Royale. It was like that uh, medieval esque battle royale that came out that flopped. Also, kind of looked kind of looked like um, it, it looked with like the with the jelly bean people. What's that game with the jelly bean people? Uh, All guys. Yes. It well, it looks like if you took uh took. Fortnite and like turn the cartoon dial up just a little bit yeah. higher. Yeah. 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 Cool. Uh there's a Halo TV um is it Netflix or is it what Paramount Plus. Paramount yes. Plus, so no one's gonna watch it. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, <laughs> I don't know. Halo's pretty big right now. It might it might boost their uh, subscription sales. Halo, it's so hot right now. <laughs> Look, I've been seriously considering getting a Paramount Plus. I have too because I want to watch all the new Star Trek stuff. Yeah, Lower Decks is so good. <laughs> I feel like I talk about how much I like it every episode. Every, every of episode, the show. but hey, you know if it's that good, yeah. 
Uh, but it looks like Halo. Um, yeah. It looks like a really good Halo cosplay. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, there's really nothing bad to say about it. It was fine. Looks fine. Uh, sure. There's a new Dune game. Yeah. Coming out. It's a real-time strategy game about getting that spice. What's what's it called? Uh, Dune Spice Wars. Did you say Spice World? Yo, I'll tell you what I want, what I really, really want. Don't tell me what you want, what you really, really want. <laughs> That's why you had me keep it on the board. It sure is. <laughs> But uh, I thought there was legitimate news. (laughs) No, you wanted to do a bit. Yeah. (laughs) To be fair, Dune invented the real-time strategy genre, basically. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, it it fits. Yeah. And Dune's so hot right now. (laughs) Yeah, it is. (laughs) How many many, uh, Zoolander references can we make? Yeah. Uh, There's a new Star Trek game being made by former Telltale Games devs i hope it's good star trek games are historically not great yeah i've played maybe like two or three actually good ones in the hundreds of bad ones there's a there's a point and click adventure one based on the original series that's pretty good yeah i mean those are exceptions to the rule yeah like they're Um, regularly not elite awesome elite force i was just getting ready to talk about elite (laughs) forces the voyager first person shooter that's fun it's not very Star Trekky because it's a first-person shooter, but it's fun. It was shooting Borg. <laughs> it's all right. Yeah. Though I really did enjoy the uh, the Starfleet Command games. Those were fun. They had a they had a good aesthetic, good theme to it. I I think if any genre fits Star Trek, it's the Telltale like cinematic uh, kind mm-hmm. of adventure game, but not really <laughs> game visual novel. Yeah. I think that'll that'll suit the franchise really well and it'll make a good game. Man, I really want to play that new Sam and Max like remake or reboot or is it a whole new game? Oh, the remaster out? Yeah. that just came out? Yeah, it's really good. I, I sat through I played through two episodes in one sitting the other day. That's awesome. Uh so there's a couple more games on here and then we have some non game news. Uh Slitherhead. It's a game by one of the Silent Hill guys oh right yes that one yeah it had some real like gross like junji ito kind of look to it Um, yeah it looked more like an action game than a silent hill game but But that's okay yeah i like the setting like how it's in those um uh high like uh, chinese high rises where they cram like a thousand people into one like building one building one block kind of thing i think that's a really interesting setting for those are also like terrifying to look at oh yeah it's it's perfect for the setting like a monster is loose in one of those in one of those blocks Mm. yeah and it's like people are turning into the monster so you don't that reminds me of a that reminds me of a webtube comic i read it was a korean parasite no 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 uh it was called uh sweet home sweet home yes that's the one yes oh yeah they definitely and i forgot netflix did a movie about that Mm mm-hmm series and it's not oh, is it a series? It was a series. And mm. it's not related to the Japanese film Sweet Home, which had a video game called Sweet Home that was the precursor to Resident Evil. Oh, oh. right, yeah. Yeah, I think I read about that. Uh last one we have on here is Thirsty Suitors. I mean, it looked interesting. It had a very uh Scott Pilgrim. I was gonna say it's very Scott Pilgrim. Like if you took Scott Pilgrim and you took Scott out and it was Ramona Flowers who could fight, that's basically the game. Set to with a an, uh, uh, kind an, of a Middle Eastern uh, Indian fa- in Indian, Indian family. family, yeah, yeah, and like you can like you know fight your fight your exes or 
make amends maybe i and don't it, know it's it's hard to tell exactly what kind of game it is from the trailer There's an awful lot of stuff in that trailer yeah. oh yeah but there's the trailer is like colorful and fun and interesting and you should just probably watch the there's trailer. like some yeah. like bollywood nods which were pretty, yeah. pretty fun pretty cool yeah and then like the fact that you can like one of your attacks or whatever summons your mother yeah to hit him with a sandal yeah <laughs> yeah that was good <laughs> okay uh so moving on to some non-game awards news uh, Cowboy Bebop, the live-action Netflix series, has been officially canceled. See ya, wah, Space Cowboy. Wah, wah. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I think I think it's probably the right move. The show was very expensive to make, and, and it severely polarized people. I like like my, my friend base. It was like <laughs> either people yeah. like absolutely loved it, or they pretty much thought it was trash. There is no in between. I kind of feel in between on it, honestly. Yeah. Does it is it Cowboy Bebop? No. Is it kind of a funny, fun piece of garbage? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but Netflix isn't going to pay for garbage. Yeah, exactly. And they shouldn't. They shouldn't. Yeah. Also, right. it does not give my hopes very uh, much to float on for that Avatar: The Last Airbender series. Oh no. yeah, no. It's that's well, I knew. I it mean, as soon as the as soon as the original anyway. creators were like, you know what? we're out i was like this yeah. this reminds me of something i that we didn't put on the board that i read the other day netflix is making a mega man uh, right show. that's the next one that they're going to be doing that, yeah that came out this week yeah uh, so they're gonna put a do a hatchet job on my boy they're gonna yeah. massacre my boy it, it ain't right what they done to your boy yeah it's gonna bomb merman <laughs> blue bomb oh man i hope I don't know if I hope it's good or terrible, honestly. <laughs> I forget if it's live action or animated. If, if it's, it's live action. I hope it's, it's live action. <laughs> oh, man, it's going to be straight trash. Yeah. If it's animated, there's some hope. But, uh, but that last that last Mega Man animated show was not also not good. Which one no. was that? It had really bad animation, and it featured um, like DJ Jazzy J49. It was, who was a, a a joke character? It was for babies. It was basically. For, yeah. Was it the one where they with the the games where they go into the internet? No, no. It was not attached to any game. It was uh, its own it thing. It was its own thing. Yeah. And Aww. took a lot of liberties with the franchise. A lot. It's like he went to school or something like yeah. that. He was a yeah. He was a student. What is it like Pinocchio Astro Boy over here? <laughs> yeah. No, that's it. Uh, uh trailer for Spider Man. Uh, uh, Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. Yep. Part one. Part one. The sequel to Into the Spider-Verse. That really good animated Miles Morales movie. Looks great. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, looks like it picks up, you know, so many months or so after uh, the first Spider-Verse. And it has Miles going into the Spider-Verse. And when he changes dimensions, his art style changes. Which tracks with the post-credit sequence in? Yep. Um, uh, yep. In it does. This trailer heavily features uh, Spider-Man twenty ninety nine, Miguel O'Hara. Yep. And he is very prominent in this new trailer. Yep. Beating up Miles for some now, reason. Now he was he was voiced by Oscar Isaac in the post-credit sequence in the first movie. Do you think they got him back? For oh, this I one? I would imagine they did. Yeah. He might be too busy being Gomez in a bad Adams Family animated movie. Or I like the first one. Or I being mean, a weird version of Moon Knight yeah. in in Disney Marvel. Where's my Moon money, Knight. Dracula? Yeah, the the first <laughs> you big Adam, nerd. The first animated Adams Family wasn't bad. 
but it wasn't as good as it should have been. Aren't they making another animated uh, like series called Wednesday? No, Tim Burton's doing a Netflix series. Oh, is that what it is? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's Wednesday Grown Up. Oh. So it's like from Adam's Family, the musical, Ugh. which I know about because I was kind of in. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I forgot about that. And you, and you guys did a very good job with that very bad musical. Well, well thank you. I, <laughs> I appreciate that. We, it we was none that. of your guys' fault that it wasn't very good. It was the script. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, they released a new trailer for Matrix yeah. Resurrection. Yeah. Which, okay, cool. It seems to shine a little more light on what's going on. But also, it just basically looks like it retreads a lot of the same steps in the original Matrix movie. But I'm okay with that. Yeah. I actually think... It's part of the process. Yeah. I, I hope the first act of this uh, basically parallels the first act of the Matrix, the first Matrix movie. Which is fine because it's a fantastic and movie. The whole thing is about the um, loop, breaking the loop, yeah, breaking the cycle. Because that's what they say in the first movie. This happened. This has happened before. Cyc- cyclical. And before. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, the last bit of news we have is more on no- uh, Cody's end of things. <laughs> Final Fantasy fourteen, the online one, just had a big expansion come out, and uh, now it's darn near impossible to play the game because everybody is trying to play it at once. I've had queue times of like 5,000 other players. Mm -hmm. Like I've pretty much given up at trying to play it if it's not like eight o'clock in the morning or something when there's, and even then I'll probably have to wait 15 minutes to get in. Um, But they're, they're not just sitting on their hands, not doing anything about it. They're, they are going to give you, they're giving everybody basically a free month because it's been so hard to play. And they've actually taken the game off of, online store shelves to stop new people from playing and making the wait times even worse until they either like you know get more servers or something so they're actively taking money out of their own pockets to make this right yeah that's that's fascinating and that goes to show how much the uh the uh creators uh i think yoshi p is that the guy's yeah. name yep yeah how much he actually cares some... about the about the game and about you know the players yeah and they said they would buy new servers but they can't because of the chip shortage yep that's right <sighs> yeah that chip shortage so it's gonna be a couple months before they can open up new servers and stuff to kind of spread out the load yeah isn't that why they initially pushed back the release date like a week or two anyway i i don't because they why. knew there were going to be some issues and they're like well we can't we can't fix this there's that, gonna be yeah. a problem it's gonna be a mess i remember i learned about that delay while i was playing the game oh yeah i was like fighting <laughs> something all of a sudden i see in the world chat and somebody's like bad news everybody <laughs> yes that news aggregate the final fantasy 14 world chat yeah. <laughs> all right well hey we have actually hit time so let's go ahead and wrap things up for the week you have been listening to Nerd Overload. Thank you very much for tuning in. You can find us each and every day over at nerdoverload.com. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, Twitch, Instagram, Patreon, and TikTok at Nerd Overload Now. You can send us an email, staff at nerdoverload.com, or you can give us a call on the Nerd Overload hotline, 586-372-8020. If you leave us a message, we might play it on this show. Who do you think is deserves game of the year uh <laughs> who, who do you think deserves that weird winged statue that be... <laughs> that's that's an awful statue yeah. that they hand out 
Uh, the correct answer is Metroid Dread. Yeah, that probably is. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so you can also find all of our back episodes on various podcast apps such as Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, and more. And finally, I'd like to thank David Pencil for the use of our intro and outro. You can find more of his stuff over at davidpencil.com. So again, thank you all for tuning in, and we will be back next week. See you, Space Cowboy, forever.